0: Hey guys, this is Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I am Bones. I am Fofo. Ah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I
1: was just excited for Bone to do the intro because she <laughs> failed in the last time.
0: <laughs> so ito na, tama na ba, Mr. Fofo?
1: I don't know, did you like it? I liked it. Okay, then I liked it too.
0: Are they you segue into the next field.
1: <laughs> oh no 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 no, you segue into the next field. It's always me.
0: Ah Talaga so is this a competition now? Uh, yeah. well anyways, hi to everybody listening to the podcast or watching if you're watching our video component to the podcast.
1: Guyne <laughs> <and> bones. <laughs> Don't fail me.
0: I will not. But anyways, today we're gonna talk about people in our lives that may not be our blood relatives or we may not be related to them by marriage lol but they are very close to us these are people that we in a way grew up with because we both started work at a very young well i started work at a very young age our topic is about friends in the workspace particularly in showbiz do you like my intro uh, I, I i guess that i don't feel the confidence i don't f- i don't feel the confidence <laughs> i don't feel the but confidence. it
1: was cool it was cool. <laughs> all the information and detail kind of went in the right ear and out the left. You were making
0: fun of me. Yeah, I was
1: making fun of bones. (laughs) Oh well. But anyway, yeah, um, the topic for this podcast is about showbiz friends. And this is going to be quite interesting because Bones and I have such different points of view. Bones got into showbiz at age? 14. I got into showbiz at age? 22. 23. Ah, okay.
0: 23,
1: technically. We have vastly different experiences. She spent her teenage years... In showbiz, much of high school already, no? High school ka ka pa
0: Parang third year high school, that's when I started.
1: And then she substituted her college experiences for showbiz experiences. Oh, hindi.
0: Working student ako nun. Well, a, like a good chunk. There's so much to talk about, and damid din kasing misconceptions about show business. You know how like people always say na ah, yung couple na yan, diyan magtatagal, or pagdating sa friendship, totoong kay biga ba talaga yan? Kaya friends? Why are they friends? I wonder why. So, yeah, or even just
1: about showbiz personalities in general. This is very different because I never really watch TV. So yeah. I was never aware of showbiz personalities.
0: You didn't, like, you didn't I even had know no, who I, these people yeah, were. I had full zero
1: full. conceptions. The only thing I had to work with was my first impression with them and how they looked and how they moved around me during that first meeting but for you Bones you were more of a fan so you had you were a teleserie fan and like the reality show yeah. fan I, think.
0: I was a super fan so that's where I came off with starting in show business I joined Starstruck like I mentioned in a past episode because I was a fan and when I would bump into these people Starstruck was Starstruck so I had a very different beginning in show business and
1: approach to these people so let's get into it what were your first impressions if I remember correctly you were a Super duper fan of Jenelyn Mercado, right? Yes. Was she like your first idol, that? Yeah,
0: she was. Oh, was she? She was. Oh yeah,
1: because you had just moved to the Philippines then.
0: Yeah, so I think aside from Meteor Garden, wow, yun yung pinaka favorite ko na international show.
1: Okay, let's start with that. As a viewer and as a super fan. What did you imagine the personalities of Meteor Garden and Jenelyn Mercado to be?
0: In Meteor Garden, it seems like so far away. Like it seems so unattainable to meet them because they're not from the Philippines. So I didn't really think of that. But when it came to like idolizing somebody in the local showbiz place, like example, Jen, I felt like it might be possible for... Us to meet because it's such a small world what if i go to one of her mall shows that's already a chance meeting for you to meet your idol and for you to interact with them in some ways i just imagine her to be very bubbly to be very happy go lucky because that's the personality that i saw at that time imagine mo ba na
1: magiging friends ka? syempre you kind of envision your meeting with your idol di ba? how did you envision that or did you not do that
0: I didn't do that also because the first time that I saw her in person, I felt so like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, I didn't know what to do or what to say, even though like I was already in Starstruck, even though we were already, quote unquote, technically working now. It just felt so awkward because it's somebody that I idolized and I didn't know what to say. So I was just like, hello. po." This is me coming from 14, 15 year old Megan. No social experience whatsoever when it comes to people outside of your circle. So yeah, that's me.
1: I'm going to tell you a story that I don't think you've ever heard. I had thoughts and ideas about showbiz people and celebrities Is this before you age. met me? Yeah, this is okay. fourteen, fifteen. Ah, okay Because I never really watched local TV or I never watched TV in general I would see movies This may be one of my first times to ever like have an on-screen crush Ooh. This is when I watched the parent trap. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan was like such a cutie.
0: She was such a cutie.
1: (laughs) I was like there are two of her. (laughs) Well apparently there was just one. one. I didn't really understand it at that time. There was no internet but I was like whoa there are like two of her. I have two chances (laughs) to meet this girl but I found her so pretty. I was like so infatuated with her. I would envision meeting her. (laughs) (laughs) I would be like wow I wonder what it would be like if she came to the Philippines and then I met her and then I would say hi and then i think i imagined walking down the mall with her and then i would hold her hand and then i'm like
0: whoa this is amazing
1: (laughs) i've never told you that have i no
0: you haven't the only one i know is michelle branch
1: but yeah um, okay so and then eventually michelle branch came in and then she became my next celebrity crush i guess and i imagined the same thing (laughs) i saw them as people who i thought i'd love to be my girlfriend or something like that
0: but you went to her concert pa. I did,
1: sure, I, I did. So there, I think my chance that there was sa, kanila. <laughs> but, uh, sa lang, there was zero chance, obviously. Ah, but I
0: it. It r- was
1: funny. <laughs> I think ah, I made your you're day. You're so
0: cute, Fofo.
1: Yeah. We move on.
0: Yeah, we move on to like, I we guess... When we got
1: older, you actually did meet celebrities eventually. Yes. And you became one yourself. Mm-mm. Do you remember your first encounter with a celebrity? Mm-hmm. Was it a good one or a bad one? Actually, regardless if it was good or bad, If their first encounter was good, when was your first bad encounter with one?
0: The first... Well, good experience. I guess it was really in Starstruck. Because we were batch two. And then we got to meet everybody from batch one. And they were all pleasant. They were all like nice. They were kind of like our ates and kuyas because they came before us. So it was actually pretty cool meeting them. Seeing them in person was actually pretty cool. Because you're like, oh, you are a real person. <laughs> so that was like my initial reaction. I don't remember if I had a first bad experience but I think there is this one experience that I had. Better I don't know, I was working na like mention batagana. I said hi to somebody that was she just looked at me. And I was like, oh okay, I guess you're not gonna say hi back. <laughs> so that was my one experience. I was already working na We were taught kasi to really just greet everyone in the room, say your courtesies and when I said hi to this person, they just looked at me and I was like, oh okay. All right, goodbye.
1: (laughs) I have three experiences. The first two experiences are really good ones. This was during my time in Temptation Island and during my time in Bamperella. So, the first one was with Tom Rodriguez and Aljora Berenica. And I had an absolutely mm-hmm. amazing time with them. So, then I, I guess you could include in that list because she was hanging out with us for quite some time as well. It felt like school, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I came from school. So, those were the experiences that were fresh on my mind. Yeah. So, meeting them was fun and we kind of just clicked yeah i mean i think it helped that we were kind of noobs in showbiz it was
0: you were all relatively. relatively our
1: first time i think alger was the most experienced at the time but he was still somewhat starting out already yeah so that was really fun and then the second one was in that i was with marian rivera then but i was roomed with mark abaya mm. and uh, I got in at 6 a.m., but they only took my first scene at like 4 p.m. So, I was with Mark the whole time. I don't even know if he remembers this, because that was my first taping day with GMA ever.
0: Really? Yeah, Was it Bampera? Yeah,
1: it was a guesting. It was a guesting first. And then eventually, I did Amaya. But Mark and I were able to talk a lot. He just made me feel so comfortable. That kind of set the tone for the relationships, that I would have moving forward just because Mark Abaya was just so welcoming. He was so nice. Half a decade later, I would end up working with him again in Legally Plain. And we created such an amazing bond. We just got together and worked together so well. And we also got along with one another. Oh, that's so such well. a great experience. And you know that, yeah. that Mark and I got really close then. It's Mark Abaya, if ever you listen to this, what's up, man? Love you.
0: Oh, that's such a nice story.
1: Yeah, so that was nice, right? That was the good story. Now Here's the bad story. Oh,
0: there's okay. pala, Okay.
1: I think the very first bad impression that I've had was with myself.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> My ignorance was the bad impression. So in any industry that you get into after you graduate, it's may mga veterano, may mga successful, may mga hot shots, yung mga para yeah. up-and-coming people. And it's always good to know the lay of the land. So this is a tip for all the graduates out there or those moving to new industries. Get to know the, that because if you get in being ignorant, parang hindi mo ginawa yung homework mo.
0: Yeah, you need to do your homework about your work. Okay, workspace. so if
1: you don't do your homework. This story is what will happen to you. I went in th- into an audition for GMA. Bonizzi, you know this story. The show is called Amaya. And my manager, who was also just starting off at that time, he was like, "Make go to this. And I had zero idea, like, what is an audition? Never in my life had I gotten into the arts. I had no idea what an audition looked like, what you would do. To that point, I had never seen a script for anything.
0: So it was like...
1: I had no idea Wait, what was Wait, even for like looked. your
0: commercials?
1: No, they never gave me a script for my commercials. I only did one commercial, Bones. Oh. And there was no script because all I had to do was bite on a burger. <laughs> so no, I had never seen a script in my life up to that point. Okay. I go in and this
0: huge
1: studio, they say, Oh, Mick, Mick, come. We're going to introduce you to your leading lady, Marianne Rivera. Okay. And I think they were saying it in a way na, this is Marianne Rivera. Yes. It wasn't registering to me as anything because I had no idea because you didn't, how big she was at that time. Because you
0: didn't know anything about showbiz. Because show I didn't business. know anything
1: about showbiz. The only thing I knew about Marianne at that time was that she had a billboard on EDSA. And she was pretty. I was like, ooh, that's a pretty girl. Yun lang yung when they said her name. So, being a jerk that I accept. I come in, I was like, yeah, okay, sure, I'll meet her, ba? I'll say hi, of course, ba? I was trying to be nice. So I wasn't trying to be mean or anything, but because of my unawareness and ignorance, I came off as very fresh, masyadong presco. Yeah. Masyadong komportable bigla. Yeah, yeah. Na dapat, marunong ako lumugar. <laughs> Hindi naman siguro mayabang, pero mas jerk and presco vibes.
0: Masyadong feeling, ganon? Uh,
1: parang ganon, parang at home na at home ka dito, yeah. I think that's the best yeah. way to explain it. So I go in and Marian Rivera is there. There's a table. She says, Oh, hi, I'm si Marian. And then she extended her hand. And I reach over and I'm like, Hey, what's up? I'm Mick. Ah, and then I said, No, because like, things were happening. But yeah, I was a jerk. I'm sorry. Yan Yan, I love you. You're amazing. And you're beautiful. But I was a jerk. <laughs> I can imagine how that could have been a bad impression. and true enough years later people would look back on that and then tell me oh Mick, malika dun bro dapat di mo ginawa yon suerte ka na lang did
0: you ask Yan, Yan about that situation? <laughs> I think I did. Maybe later. like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like uh, a couple of years later, or maybe in the middle of a Maya, we eventually became friends. <laughs> <laughs> but well, well, I remember the
0: first time you told me that story, and we were just like hanging out, pa lang. And then when you said that you met Marian, and then this is how you reacted, I was like, what?
1: <laughs> Wait, sorry, are I'm you sorry. serious? You
0: met the Marian Rivera and then you just said that to her and you gave her like a cool handshake.
1: Imagine going into the NBA and your first game is with LeBron James. LeBron tries to give you a high five and you just nod your head and say, Hey man, sup? And then you leave. <laughs> like, you just dissed LeBron James oh my on your first game. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. and I have another one. I have another one. Okay. So I'm going to like spill the beans on myself. <laughs> Apparently, ako pala masamang tao dito. Ako yung example ng masamang You're
0: not a bad person, Fofu. Showbiz personality.
1: <laughs> I had a lot of learning experiences. So I'll let me get into my disclaimer. I don't like starting with a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Eh. So now that I said my first story, it's a name disclaimer ko. a lot learning experiences in showbiz and not just when it comes to the skills needed to be successful, but also the social skills needed to be able to cultivate a workplace that's that's fun and that's friendly and that's conducive to be success for you to mm-hmm. succeed just getting to know people and knowing how to get to know people knowing the lay of the land knowing your place being aware of issues being aware of you know who is who who are your bosses yeah, yeah. Uh, who are your leading ladies who are your supports who are your extras who are your staff and production crew I realized the importance of that very early on actually I I would like to go back and say thank you. One of the people whom I learned that from was actually Marian Rivera. Her professionalism is exemplary. And of course, the other people who I'm, I worked with. Yeah. But given that, let me go back to my very bad stories of myself.
0: <laughs> You're just spilling the bees. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So here's another one. On my very first show, Na Ako yung Leading Man, I was with Andrea Torres. And uh, the contrabida was China Ortaleza. Oh yeah, she played Olga. This was the pilot. Yeah. And like the first week, there was a scene where she had to slap me. That was the hardest and most brutal slap I have ever felt up to this day. Really? It was insane. And apparently, apparently, of course, you know, she was kind of like showing me the rope. So she added a little extra oomph. But later on, China and I, you know, we got along and started talking a lot. And she told me, Mick, you know what? I remember my very first experience with you outside of GMA. Oh, really? This was in the gym. It was called Mojo Gym on Panay Avenue. Ah. I was in the gym and she was there. She knew I was a newbie and she kinda wanted to say hi. Okay. And just parang, just be welcoming. Just yeah. be an outstanding co-worker.
0: Yeah, so she was and
1: me being the opposite of an outstanding co-worker. Parang, she was looking at me trying to say hi. Okay. And apparently, I just looked at her and then went back to my workout. I completely snobbed her. I mean, I obviously... Did did you know
0: who she was?
1: I guess not. Or maybe I did. But the thing is, I wasn't aware. This was the time that I still was not aware of, you know, what I had to do. You yeah. need to get to know your co-workers. Get to know who is around you. Get to know the people who have been there and been successful and been working for much longer than you. Of course, at that time, when Gina told me, uh, we were laughing it off. We had been friends already and we were talking for a while now. But
0: at that time that she Pero experienced siempre, at it. At that time, she was like, I...
1: So I didn't really have the best rap with some of them. It was ignorance, nothing malicious, naman on my mm-hmm. part, but it's a learning experience that I'd like to share to everyone. I think it's a very avoidable
0: experience. Experience, yeah,
1: it really is. It really is. Unfortunately, there was nobody with me guiding me or sharing experiences. Yeah. Still, that's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. But now to all the listeners of the podcast, hey. Consider yourselves warned.
0: I can't believe uh, this story I didn't know about Kei Yeah,
1: yeah, no. Um, uh, I it's still okay. feel the... The
0: tingliness. The
1: tingliness of uh, <laughs> shame.
0: It's okay, Popo. Well, let's brush off that shame. I have
1: one more story before we move on to the next topic. Because of my utterly ignorant and horrible experience as myself at the start of showbiz, at the start of me working, I really made it a point to become a better person and a better worker. And I really opened my eyes and ears to people, really got to know my workmates even before meeting them. Parang, ask, who are my workmates? Get to know them. What what shows were they on? Just be aware. Who are they? Okay. That's important because I think it shows that you care about the relationship you will inevitably be in with them. Yes, yes. So, I think because of that, I also became more open to getting to know them eventually when we started working. From the time that I started doing different shows with Edge, mm-hmm. Al Qasid, Sinajanin Janine, and Mark, and Legally Blind, and Stepdaughters. Up the love of my life now with Rian, yes. and Carla and Tom and Tita Kony, I've been able to craft relationships with them that I feel are quite fun. So, the reason why I'm sharing this is because ultimately my work experience became so much more fulfilling when I learned how to relate to my workmates more and better. So that's just something I wanted to share.
0: I remember working on this show before and I was relatively new. But ang nasa noon when you do a show, like you just go on set, you do your script, like you don't really need to talk to anyone. And because I was so new, I was so shy to interact with my co-actors. So this was one show that I really had no connection to anyone whatsoever. And because I didn't have a relationship with them, it really showed onset. Whenever I would do my scenes, we really didn't have that understanding when we would do our scenes together. You're right. When you work with someone, it's important to get to know them so that you know each other's dynamic, especially since our job has a lot to do with relationships and getting to know each other it's not just about reading your script and acting in front of someone it's important to also get to know their nuances and how they react to things
1: yeah and i think bonisi saw firsthand what i meant when we did stepdaughters together because she finally saw me in a working environment ultimately i think that was your most fun right
0: it was. I feel feeling ko kasi, like sometimes I can come off a bit cold. Oh, oh. Or I can come off like so, oh, nonchalant. So, ako cold
1: start. Si Bone's cold for the rest of her career.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, like I just didn't think that having you know, these kind of relationships was important. I would always say, yeah, I have friends, you know, in high school that I'm super close to. And at the back of my head, I didn't need to make another relationship or I didn't need to make new friends because I have great friends already. And I think that was in a way my downfall or like something that really would be a hindrance to... Yeah, something you could have worked on. Yeah, it's something that I could have worked on. And, you know, Mikael was a big factor in making me realize that, you know, why do you have to close yourself off You know, to the people around you, they they're just nice people that want to get to know you. I mean, open yourself up a bit more and be open to, you know, meeting new people.
1: Yeah, and yeah, Stepdaughters was absolutely amazing. And I don't think there was a problem with the journey of Bones because everybody really learns at their own pace. It just so happens, i dapa ako at the very beginning. Pa lang eh. so, yeah.
0: so out of all the people that we know or all the friends that we have in show business, how did you meet the pinaka-close, your closest friend in show business? And why do you consider them your good friend? Because we have a lot of friends in showbiz.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but... I would say, and I think I've said this many, many times, I would say that if I had a problem and I had to go to a friend in showbiz, the person who I would go to is actually a group. So yeah, it's Bubble gang for sure. So, even though I was only just a semi-regular character for a couple of years with them, I felt like I fostered a relationship with them that was very family-centric. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that goes to Kuya Bitoy and all the veterans there. See si Dos, see si Tonyo. Mm-mm. And actually, everyone part of it. Even the younger ones, Valine, Denise. I met wancho there as well. It was just such a happy and welcoming group. And we got together and had so much fun together. And we talked so much about experiences within showbiz, outside of work. We got together outside of work a lot. We would hang out in beaches because of our work as well. So there were just so many good experiences that bonded us and strengthened that bond between us. So definitely, Bubble Gang is a group. Even though I don't see them as much, they're always newcomers coming in and they're getting close to them. Mm -hmm. I know that when I see them, I'm like, ah, shoot, this is amazing. We had something amazing going on. That would be my go to group in Showbiz. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. How about you? I think I had different groups that I was able to get close to at different points in my life. Definitely when I was starting out, like when I was a teenager, it was definitely our workshop group that Lauren and I would always go to. We had our workshop group. This was actually the Star Magic batch. I think Lauren was batch 13. So we also had a show together called About Your Love. And we all became super close. You know, you're like teenagers. So this was my quote-unquote high school experience, really. It was growing up with them. and every Saturday we would get together and tape our show and then in between the week like maybe Mondays and Wednesdays we'd all have workshops and we'd all get together and have dinner after our workshops so it was a really nice bond that we all got to have at that time of course we all grew up eventually and the friendship kind of drifted apart but whenever we see each other like what you said it's like old times but it's like the friendship never went away and even though there are some things that we may not know about each other anymore we always have those memories of when we got to work together
1: if you were to pick one person off the top of your head who would you consider your super good friend now?
0: that's actually pretty hard for me because yeah
1: go for it it is hard it is hard because you're with me all the time But... (laughs) Fofo, it's you! No, not me. Not me. So think of one. I have one. Let me make one though. I I said it already, so I'm going to kind of shorten my answer. I would say it would be... Markabaya. And it doesn't really necessitate that it's reciprocated. I don't in the sense, na parang, I view our relationship very differently, kasi. Yeah. So when I talk to him, I can talk to him about anything and I can be completely honest with him. So conversations are very good with him. And if you listen to the other podcasts, I put a premium on good conversations, regardless if it's with a dude or with a girl. Yeah. It was just so easy to talk to him and we clicked and we had Similar views on a lot of things. So, definitely him. But for me and my friends, and this goes for my friends back in high school as well, I'm not the kind of person who... We lunch tayo, or we yeah. hang out. Mikael
0: doesn't really go out and do these things. Yeah,
1: so with Mark, after that show, Legally Blind, where we saw each other every day, maybe I've spoken to him three times over the past three years. So once a year. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Because the bond that you shared back then when you were super duper close, I don't think that goes away. I mean, I think yeah. it takes a couple of minutes and a cup of coffee after a couple of, you know, catching Conversation, up. Conversation, yeah. You're back to that place now. Oh, dude. Yeah, vibes dio.
0: Okay. I, well, for me, Fofo, I, I think the reason why I'm having a hard time picking one person, especially like artista, is because aside from the artist in a show... You also have the production and it just so happens that for me I become super close to most people behind the scenes rather than my co-artists. So don't get me wrong, I do have you know co-celebrities that I'm friends with them. Meron ba? Meron.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Kung naman. <laughs> Meron mga friends, but I think in terms of closeness, must close ako dun sa mga tao behind the scenes. If anything, like the artist that I was super close to was our stepdaughters cast because the whole cast, the whole crew, the whole production, we were all like one big family. So like Sina Karen, Sina Kat, you know, Sina Miss yeah, Glida and everyone else that was a part of that set, we all became really close. And I think that was one show that I really considered family. If I got to work with any of them, it would be like... Just working with you or working with Lorian, it would be easy breezy la. But yeah, I, I would consider myself na mas close talaga ako sa people behind the scenes. Even like, for example, the Starstruck crew. They were the production staff that we had in our batch. So that was 2004. And when I got to work with them again in 2015, it was mostly like, in general, still the same people behind the scenes. Seeing them again, it was just like, parang walang nagbago. It was still the same kind of vibe that we always had. We still got to connect with each other. Even with the production staff that we have, with our handlers, I would consider myself closer to the people behind the scenes.
1: Off the top of your head, one name who's a friend. Three, two, give me one name of a friend in Joe Biz.
0: A friend? Okay. Yeah. Three, yeah.
1: two, one. Sab. Magalana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is cool. So we move on. The next topic is... Misconceptions.
0: Oh, misconceptions. So
1: what misconceptions does the public have of showbiz friendships?
0: So misconceptions about showbiz friendships. I think we can also, you know, jump off from our relationship. Because when we first got together, you were technically not in show business and I was already. Like you were just doing your auditions pa lang, and you had just gotten like a guesting but you didn't know how long you were going to be in show business. So when we first got together, like there were already misconceptions that, oh, she's an artista, that relationship probably isn't gonna last because she meets so many people in the workplace.
1: Oh yeah, okay.
0: Remember? Yeah. 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 And yeah. then you also had other people saying na, is she really serious about you? And I even had people saying Nah, oh, you have a new boyfriend friend right away because <laughs> it was three months after i had broken up with my ex and then we got together at the back of my head i was like three month rule hello but you know there are these misconceptions maybe for showbiz people relationships or even friendships don't last as long or aren't as genuine
1: just to add on to that there's also a misconception where Super party people, ng ano? Yeah, ng celebrities That's or celebrities showbiz people. love like going and out. I thought that as well, and I understand why people think that. People think that because yun lang yun, ajajaryo, yun lang yun na That's all that they see. Kasi
0: They're not gonna put in the news that oh, Megan was at home like. F- the yeah. whole week, yeah. just or her, playing video games. Or like
1: Megan Young and Katrina Halili went to taping and then went home. Obviously, da. <laughs> so they always sensationalize pag may issue or pag may drama ng Let's say may nalasing sa bar, may nag or may nag-break, tapos very publicized breakup nila. So because of that, yun yung tumatak sa isip ko. What was surprising was when I got into showbiz, and I met these people. I would say majority of them don't even go out. Surprisingly, yeah. a lot of them don't even drink. Drink. <laughs> Walang bisho. They just, you know, they just like acting in front of the camera. They're super makulit in front of the camera, mm-hmm. but after that, sobero mahiyain. in. Yeah. Like if we ask some of our other friends to come on this podcast, they would be so guess, shy. Big, oh my
0: God, i kaya ako, hindi ko kaya yan. And I'm like, huh? Okay, actually, we can say this because they're our friends. Yeah, like go. I know that Kat would be super shy. To get, like to do something like this because she's such a fierce character on screen. When she's acting, like it's like she's fearless. But her personality, talaga, she's such a very... She's
1: so bebe. She's
0: so timid, yeah. Kat, ka. Kat, I miss you, my marshmallow. Yes, miss you, Kat. Oh, I miss her Taloy. But yeah, she's a very shy person. And I was so shocked to know that about her that she's so timid pala, talaga, in real life.
1: And this trend of fierce on camera and very timid off-camera I think that is the majority uh, that applies to majority of the artists here in the Philippines mm-hmm. and it's it, it's funny it's funny but that's interesting yeah. but that is reality mm-hmm. for us and it, yeah it's so interesting kasi sa liwa siya, iniisip ng public, yung public perception sa kanila. because you've been in showbiz for so long and you're so tight-knit with your friends mm-hmm. your friends from high school has there ever been a case of intimidation? Nah, intimidate yung non-showbiz friends mo dun sa relationships mo in showbiz. Cause you spend a lot of time in taping, like yeah. five days a week at the very least. Yeah. Was there ever a time that they didn't understand why are you spending so much time with these people? And then there are times the makita nila lumalabas ko or whatever. So has it ever been an issue? And you know you have issues with your chicas.
0: I do have issues with my chicas sometimes, but honestly. My high school friends don't care about artistas. Okay. <laughs> they don't care. Like they're like, do whatever you want to do. But as long as we're together, we treat each other good and we have a good time. We're good. I'm surprised. Yeah, They've never they never had do. an issue with that. No, never. Like you know, you well, you know my friends. Like yep. they're really, they're like, I don't care. Like whatever, It doesn't matter to me. I also think because it's our workplace, that's why my friends didn't really bother with it. So they know that, okay, she's you know, hanging out with these people more. She's probably working on a project or, you know, she's getting to know other people in her work area. So for them, it never really was an issue. But I can see that being an issue with people who aren't probably celebrities and that have celebrity friends. That was big lang... You mga friends nila, they're like, oh, bakat puro artista yung kibigyan mo. Before
1: we move on, I just want you to share a side of yourself, because Bonizi actually forgot a side of herself that she hasn't shared. Yes, in stepdaughters, you made a lot of friends with Sina Katina Halili and Sina Karen, but I think there's another side of you in work that you haven't been able to share, but you get along with this group so well. Which one? The Beauty Queens.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you, she forgot no, about the queens. You know, no, you know why? Because I don't consider that show business. But
1: technically, when you think about it, all of them ended up in... Sh- a lot of them a ended lot of up them. in showbiz. Yeah.
0: No, because... Okay, so I was just thinking about like the film production and everything. Yeah, that's why
1: you didn't think of the queens. But I was like, you know what? No, the queens, they're part of this. They're yeah. personalities. So yeah, go, No, oh, it's,
0: it's funny because I didn't think that I would be able to get such great friends from from doing pageants. I've been able to have a great friend in like Kylie or like Ara. And then recently I've been able to speak to like Pia, maybe not on like a super duper friendship level like they have, like Pia, Carla, and Bianca. But at least parang we're all getting to know each other again. But I definitely consider like Kylie a really good friend of mine. She's somebody that I always talk to. And before when we weren't like just stuck at home, I get to see her a lot more. But it's great because, you know, the dynamic when you're competing is so, like, cutthroat, right? Like, you're competing with each other. The atmosphere completely changes, like, once the competition is over. Everything relaxes and then you can just be more of yourself, I guess. You just become more comfortable around each other.
1: One part is also because it's such a shared stressful experience, like, Hey, I know what you went through. And ko konti lang kayong queen sa olang. You guys have a bond simply because you went through this same yeah. stressful shared experience. At least that's how I see it. I'm just an outsider looking in. Looking no, at you guys. It's cool. It's cool. But now we move on. And what were the misconceptions that your friends had about you in Showbiz?
0: Oh, like at one point they thought that I was making so much money. <laughs> When I was starting out, but I mean, we start somewhere, but yeah. they thought like right away I was earning like
1: Billionaire. a
0: gazillion amount of money. And I was like, guys, I can't make you libre, okay? I got like bills to pay. So I got to buy my requirements because we don't have that kind of system here where everything is provided at that time. It was very interesting seeing that perspective from them.
1: For me, I have a very recent experience. If we're talking about misconceptions that people had towards me, then uh, Rian Ramos oh, actually yeah. went on an FB live a couple of days ago and she talked about her relationships with each of the castmates and eventually she got the meet. Apparently, she was like saying, "Oh yeah, you know what Mikael, she's like, I thought he was like super serious. Like she knew that I wrote for the, the newspaper before, so she was like, yeah, he's probably a super thinker and he's just <laughs> uber serious and professional about his stuff. And then eventually, we met one another and we got along with one another. And, and she then she was like, oh, no, this dude's a crazy dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this dude's crazy.
1: <laughs> I guess that's what she thought about me. And it, it depends on what you hear. I mean, mm. if you heard... And what you see. Yeah, if you heard that first encounter about me and Marianne or you saw me in the gym with Gina... You would think I was a jerk. Yeah. Rian, I guess, encountered, encountered me through the work that I've done. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. thought I was like, oh, super serious. To. I guess those were a couple of misconceptions about me. For Bone I think people think that she's mataray.
0: Yeah, also because I was just thinking about this. Whenever I'm in like full... Glam beauty queen mode. I don't know. I feel like I. I you th- have a Matare vibe that comes off. Yeah. But also because like the way that I look. Yeah. Like now I'm just like in my jeans or whatever. I'm just like chill. But I also have like a kind of resting bitch face. So. Yeah. yeah. It just it's more emphasized when I have makeup on, and that's actually me smiling on the inside, but my face says otherwise.
1: Okay. Let's get into something juicy. Okay. So we've been talking for a while. I didn't know that this podcast. Almost was an hour, go on yeah. For so long, but. Let's get into something a bit juicier. Is it true that maraming plastics a showbiz?
0: Yes. <laughs> putting you on the spot.
1: <laughs> Explain yourself, Ponyzy. What do you mean? Like, what are your experiences? Why would you say that?
0: Sometimes people have like certain expectations of how you should act around people. When I first started, they said that you have to always be pleasant around people or you have to always be nice and bubbly. But sometimes, like, when you try to do that too much, it comes off as fake. And it doesn't come off genuine. And I don't know if that's a way that you can say plastic, but it's definitely something very fake and put on that I see a lot of. Admittedly, I used to always be like that because I thought that was the right thing to do. No, okay, I thought no, that was the right okay, thing yeah,
1: Okay, yeah, I understand. It's just funny. So I
0: always thought that you had be like, Hello po, like. po kayo? And that's not a bad thing, but the way that I would do it is very put on because I thought I ito yung gawin mo para mag, mo
1: yun yung standard
0: para maging tama kasi paningin na mga tao parang ganon and I realized later on and especially when you would call me out like what are you doing like that's not how you are like <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. do, you, do
0: you really say that like do you really go up to people and say hello po like do you say that to me that's what Mikael said.
1: Yeah, I called bones out cuz so we would be talking and all of a sudden a workmate would pass by and she would completely change her attitude and way of talking and I'm like, dude, just be yourself. Because I mean, if parang mas pa at parang plastic pa yeah. at fake. If all of a sudden, hey man, how are you? Ay, Hello po, kamusta po kayo?
0: <laughs> I'm like, what? No, dude, you can just say, hi, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon. Shaka, that's how you are. At, at some point, it becomes very kiss-ass. Yun the thing. Diba? It's like you're sucking up to somebody.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah. It, it the friendship doesn't seem genuine when you think about yeah. it. But then again, now that you mentioned that, I guess
1: it is a balance because a- ako naman, I was too much of myself at the start, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. So you
1: need to find that balance. The balance and I think
0: between old Fofo and old Bones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So I think for Bones, naman, she was in the workplace for so long already, but she never really showed her true self. Yeah, and it's only she was always in the hello po face.
0: Yeah, and going back to my story in the beginning, like when I said hello to that artist, tapos tinignan niya lang ako, I realized that I might have stepped on some boundaries, I made that person beso. Maybe they weren't comfortable with that. Maybe I should have gone like, Hi, I'm Megan. Nice to meet you. Instead of just going up to them and then, like, beso. Baka na off guard lang talaga siya. Kaya True. tinignan niya ako. So these are things that I realized later on, na, okay, maybe you really do need to balance it out a bit.
1: Just to maybe add or close this topic, I think when we say that some people are, Fake or plastic, or they're just putting on an attitude to get ahead. I don't think this is something that is exclusive to show business. I think it happens everywhere. everywhere. You look at politics, you look at office settings, people don't care about relationships and they just care about achievements and success. Mm -mm. So I think in any workplace, in any industry, it, it is there, it's present. So, of course, inevitably in showbiz, you're doubly aware of it because the people who are there are actors. Yeah. So they act for a living. was they're also acting to get ahead.
0: I wonder what the people behind the scenes think about that. Because when you're watching television, you see how the people act like when they're interviewed. But behind the scenes, the, the staff and crew see the true personalities of these actors or us as actors. They see us when we're happy, when we're mad, when we're kilig or sad. What do they... I wonder what they see
1: well eventually when we start having guests on the podcast then yeah why not
0: we can guest some people that we know wink wink
1: our episode is winding down and we have a loaded question for the week of course but i have a couple of mini questions that will lead up to that i guess okay my question is of all the showbiz people whom you've never met who do you think you could be friends with and why like sini tingin mong jive mo or ka vibes mo Shampooing basis more is really pretty much just social media. Yeah, I'm just curious. It could also be a queen, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It could
1: also be a dude. It could also be a dudette.
0: Wow, I never really thought of this. Yeah, but
1: no, because it happens. Because me, like sometimes I'm scrolling through Instagram. Not everybody I follow are people whom I know, and I'm like. Parang cool to. I think vibes come in it Wow,
0: I wow, I never thought of that. Can you go first? While I right. Think?
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Off the top of my head. I think I'm a bit Madaya. It's kind of a no brainer. It may come off as a surprise also to others, but I've actually never really met Drew. I've only met Drew once, I think, ever. Oh really? Once.
0: I think you guys would get along. Yeah,
1: no, I think. I think so too. I think just because the work that we've done has been so similar or parang our interests seem to be very similar. He's a mm-hmm. very active person. He's into travel based on you yeah. know the few episodes I've watched of him uh, online and on TV. I think we would get along well, and of course with Ia, we both get along with Ia. Yes, yes. But if I added all of those elements, it would seem like oh okay, yeah, he'd be cool.
0: For me, it's not one particular person, but it's a couple. Okay, go. We know. Gabby Garcia, I've met Khalil when he was much younger. Oh my God, Gabby and Khalil. Okay, go, go, So Gabby and Khalil. So Gabby, we already know and we've talked to, you know, every so often or like on social media, we talk to her. Khalil, I met when he was much younger, but I don't know how he is as a person now. But seeing that they love coffee so much, that they love to travel, they love photos and videos. I think they are a couple that we would have a lot in common with.
1: Or at the very least, a lot to talk about.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I see a bit of I our I see our a young us. Yeah. yeah, okay, let's be honest. I see a young us.
0: So yeah, I'm <laughs> every time I see them yeah. on my Instagram or something.
1: Cool. Yeah, we think the same thing. Okay, and we move on to the loaded question of the week.
0: Okay, loaded question of the week.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
0: Oh, you did mind? I was thinking which question I was gonna do.
1: <laughs> okay. I I like the shorter question for now. Okay. Why do people think that it's impossible to be friends with famous people or celebrities? Because there is that notion. And I think if we look back at all the stories that we said the answer is there. I don't know. <laughs> oh really? You don't know? Okay, well maybe because you've been in showbiz for Yeah. For yeah. Such a I long didn't time. I didn't
0: have that perspective too much, nah going to like college or high school outside of show business. So I don't have this kind of perspective.
1: Yeah, I think it's because for the public, the audience, sometimes they think na us, ng mga tao in showbiz in the sense that they can't relate, that their lives are so drastically different. Because that's how I felt at least. Mm-hmm. So I just I'm just speaking from my own from my own experience. But now that I've met, you know, I have so many friends now in the workplace, we're all just normal people really it's just so jarring when you meet the person and realize you meet your idol and you realize that oh your idol eats, sleeps, goes to the grocery, goes to the baño as well (laughs) because it's not what you're used to seeing I mean to a certain extent media and when you consume content and their TV shows and movies it Kind of frames them in this superficial fantasy world that is only restricted to their shows. Yeah. Pag nabasa gyun, it's a jarring experience. But I think that's also one of the reasons why some people might think that way. Na parang hirap na maging kaibigan ni celebrity A or actor B or beauty queen C.
0: I have an answer, okay, and it's go. coming from somebody in show business. Oh, okay, go go go. The reason why I think it's hard to like find. True friends I think in show business and when you were asking me Kanina who all my friends are I don't think like they're at the level of my high school friends like in yeah. friendship namin aside from like Sab and the reason why I think it's hard to find a friend in show business or to be friends with famous people is because sometimes I question the intent. Like how genuine will this person be towards me? Are they going to be a real friend, or are they going to use our friendship to their benefit? Like I don't, I I don't know how transparent this person can be with me. Also, there are friends, that are just there for happy-go-lucky times, but when things get rough, ma asahan ko ba siya?
1: You're so right. You are so right. Uh, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think sometimes you meet someone else in the workplace. And iba yung level of openness, baka yung a good time lang yung isa ikaw mas willing ka maging Honest,
0: honest or, honest transparent. or, mas
1: malalim or mas transparent. Hey, that's a good answer, Bonezzi. I think you hit the nail on the head. Let's go to the other one. Let's go to the other loaded question. Let's do it.
0: Second loaded question of the week. Dun, 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 dun.
1: If you were auditioning for a part, would you tell a co-actor, even though that person would be great for the part? So parang, would you limit your competition? Even though you're friends?
0: No, I wouldn't tell them.
1: <laughs> oh, you wouldn't tell them? No. Really? <laughs> Your
0: competitive side go, no, I wouldn't tell oh them. Oh my
1: God, wow.
0: <laughs> but, 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 okay, Here here's the thing. If I really wanted the part, I think that's where my competitive side would come out. But at, on the other hand, if I wanted to see and wanted to feel nah, okay, do I really deserve this role? Because I don't want to get it just because like I'm the only one there. Like what if na they can give the role more justice? Then I think you should tell this person. But <laughs> that's so but my initial reaction is not to tell them. Wow, that's so interesting. Okay, fine.
1: <laughs> the the husband in me is shocked. <laughs> but the businessman in me is very proud. <laughs> So there are two parts to that. Because if I were in that place, I really don't care. I'm like me. All that matters to me is that I go into an audition or I go into the workplace and I I give my very best. I don't care who's there. I don't care who my competition is. I don't care if I get accepted or not. As long as I do my very best, if that's enough, then cool. Yeah. If it isn't, then let's do better next time. Exactly. Bonizi surprisingly is the more competitive <laughs> one in this situation. <laughs> I'm surprised, and I'm so happy to hear that.
0: Because <laughs> that would
1: otherwise be me.
0: Yeah. Usually, it's just like, yeah, no, let's share it. But honestly, when if you're gonna compete with someone, might as well use your advantage <laughs> to that.
1: And on that bombshell, I think we are coming to the end of our podcast. Good Yay. job, Bonizi.
0: Oh, guys, don't forget, you can answer the loaded question of the week in the comments. And we see all the comments from people who are watching all over the world. Thank you to all our viewers from Kenya. We super appreciate you guys watching the podcast. You came from watching our show, The Stepdaughters. And we're really, 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 really happy that you guys love the podcast. And we'll try our best to talk. And more English. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so shout out to all the Kenyans watching and all the international viewers that we have. We're trying to figure out subtitles for everyone, maybe Mm -hmm. English subtitles, so that everybody can understand. So we're going to work on that. We hear you and we see and read your comments. If you guys have any other suggestions, anything else you'd want to see, please leave some comments in the comment section below. Or you can email us. What is the email?
0: Behind relationship goals at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and on that note, we end the podcast. I'm Bones. I'm Fofo. Huh? I'm not Bones. You're
0: not Bones. I was going
1: to say I'm Bones. Why? Say, say Bones. That? Bones.
0: I'm Fofo. Bye.
1: Bye.